now tuned into the always real sacred space of the no cover charge podcast with angel and Allie. what's up y'all i'm angel and i'm ali welcome to the, the no, no cover, cover charge podcast. podcast it's been a while since we've been in this space together and there's no doubt we've missed kikiing and conversing with y'all but you'll notice this episode is going to be a little bit different We'll be catching you up on what we've been up to in the past month, what's been going on in the world that we just must discuss, and the future of No Cover Charge podcast. We've got personal life updates, gossip, and basically all the things you regularly come here for. If you're watching on YouTube, you can tell I'm not in the studio with Allie Mm. today. I know. And I'll explain why soon. Although if you follow me on social media, it may be an obvious guess. Yeah, and I mean, this is just a, a visual interpretation of how I talk to myself all day long. <laughs> this is my sit back, relax, and welcome back to our sacred space. We've definitely missed being here with you. We've definitely missed being yeah. here with you. Yeah. So first, I just want to say I am not there in the studio with Allie because I am 38 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um. I am in the bed right now. So welcome to my home. <laughs> welcome to my Caucasian home. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it um, looks very Caucasian. I bet you're like laid up in a silk robe right now. I mean, something like yeah. that. No, actually, it's a bonnet. It's a bonnet. Okay, but, right. <laughs> um, I have just been very tired. And um, the baby, is he's a big baby. He's mm-hmm. in the 95th percentile, meaning he's 95% bigger than all babies he's his age um, in the womb. And so it's hard <laughs> for me to sit for any long period of time. So my lovely co-host Allie and the NCC crew have set it up so that I can record from home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the past few months have been pretty crazy. We we initially wanted to get out at least, what was it, three more episodes before yeah. all this craziness happened. But my family ended up catching COVID. It was crazy as hell. Like everyone in the house caught it besides me. And and this is, I tried. Superpowers. I tried to get it. I really did. I did everything that I could. I was like, I'm committed. I was like licking people's spoons after they ate. Y'all don't try this at home. Don't try it at home. But I was just committed. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to get it and be done with it. And I didn't get it. And supposedly, if you're O negative, it's, I don't know, it's hard to get it or something. Or if you do, you're completely asymptomatic. I don't know. But shout out to my blood. Shout out yeah. to my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we tell us about how it was like having COVID in the house and like that anxiety. Because even oh though numbers are trending down across the nation, like people are still actively dealing with yeah. this virus, this pandemic. Well, like I had mentioned, my grandma passed away earlier in in you know like a few months ago, and yeah. it I was definitely traumatized off of that. So it it became uh, it became actually scarier to me than it was prior to that. Like I kind of thought not that it was a hoax, but I just I it didn't it didn't come to my home. Like it wasn't didn't feel personal. Right. Um so after that, I did have health anxiety and my daughter caught it first. She caught it off of her sitter. And we, you know, that was terrifying because they say that kids aren't supposed to get it uh, pretty harshly, but she, it was bad. I had to take her to the hospital. Alan yeah. was, Alan was actually a little upset because I was like, I was about to call 911. And he was like, do not be the mom. Girl, like, I don't was, think about calling 911. <laughs> I'm telling you, she walked, it was out of nowhere. She was fine. And then all of a sudden she walked over to me. She was trembling. She has never had the chills like this. She's never been sick oh, like this. Knock sweet. on wood her little he gets mad when i say this as well but her fingertips were blue okay yeah. like she was so cold and her fever was so high her little fingers were turning colors and i'm freaking out and then she wouldn't talk to me so i was like got me say something and she wouldn't Aww. and then when i took her temperature that's when it you know i put two and two together and just took her to the hospital and she was she was bad for two or three days that is a thing that i can say kids do rebound pretty quickly 
Yeah. Um, and then they have those fresh immune systems. Yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. got that fresh blood. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Alan got it really, really bad, though. He was like, I, I think I told you, like, he looked like SpongeBob when he had the suds. It was, oh, it was, <laughs> he was, he was walking around with his arms in his shirt, just moping for like six days. Um, you know how they say big tree fall hard. (laughs) I mean, when these guys get sick, they get really sick. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty bad too. And like, for me having a sick baby, like I said, I was trying to get sick, but then also part of me was like, I don't, I don't know. I was teetering. I kind of wanted to stay away from them. It was, it was weird, dude. But thankfully I, um, and I think the quarantine was what hit us hard too. Cause I mean, we, we've been, in quarantine for how long now but it was that month of literally being in lockdown again and it was like all i did was eat and do nothing and um yeah it was it was i understand it was not good maybe a week after you guys recovered yeah i had that covid scare with bobby Mm -hmm. and Mm, him being a close contact of someone at the bears facility who caught COVID or who tested positive for it mm-hmm. and the guy ended up being like a, a negative but yeah. we were so afraid that Bobby had caught it and then I would catch it while pregnant don't you have we, O negative blood too I do but I still thought in my mind that if I caught it while pregnant with yeah. my immune system compromised no, know, right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. that I would be really sick um, no, I get it. And so we quarantined away from each other too. And I was so <laughs> depressed during this yeah, time. Yeah. And I kept thinking to myself, um, people who go through this, this is this is awful. Yeah. Yeah. This no, is awful. I, I thought of that too, like just being in the hospital with Ami, where I was like, wow, shout out to all the moms who deal with yeah. sick babies. Just the fear and anxiety. Yeah. It, it's really bad. But you you were dealing, I call it, I think I told you, baby daddy syndrome. Like I did. I needed during, to be near him. It during was awful. The, those last few months, girls, when you're pregnant, those last few months, you literally just cry and you're like, I need him. I need yeah. him. I need him to be around. And so I just want to smell him. In the basement. And yeah. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go down there. And he was like, no. No, you Stay had to be stairs. safe. Yeah, you had to be safe. Well, I'm glad he didn't get it. Me it's too. pretty crazy. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of COVID, um, I actually decided to get my vaccine yeah. while pregnant. And mm-hmm. I know that it was a and continues to be this huge hot button issue because. Of course, some people are saying that it's still really experimental and you don't know what the side effects of the vaccine are. But after I discussed um, the pros and cons with my OB, I decided that it was worth it more to be able to pass those antibodies on through my breast milk to um, Kush and to be able to have a semblance of safety rather than to maybe catch COVID, you know, and not knowing how it's going to affect my body as a pregnant lady. And then subsequently as someone who is still trying to heal. So I got the vaccine. I was really scared. Did they say Um, that there are, because I didn't even, I didn't know that pregnant women could get it. Yeah. So is that a common thing now? Like they were saying that Well, at first they didn't have, they had not studied the efficacy of the vaccine Mm -hmm, in pregnant mm -hmm. ladies because of all the liabilities, you know. But a few months ago, um, some frontline workers that were pregnant stepped it up and decided to be a part of the study. And um, Mm -hmm. the results of the study are that women pass down antibodies to their babies. These babies are being born with COVID antibodies and they're finding antibodies in the cord blood and in the placenta, um, which is a really good thing because it means it provides protection to the baby um, while he's in your tummy and Mm -hmm. uh, protection to the mom. But of course, there are like all these unsubstantiated rumors and all that shit always. I mean, there's always going to be backlash. Yeah. Yeah. So some people thought I was crazy. Some people thought I was brave. Um, I just think I tried to make the right decision. And really, for anyone nervous about getting the vaccine, I got the Moderna one. And my only side effect was like a sore arm for two days. Um, Mm. I haven't got my second shot yet. But beyond that, I felt fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been I've been waiting. You know, I was doing my research, but actually, because Alan and Ami had it, they have to wait. I think like yeah, three months do. or something mm-hmm. like that to be able to get it. So I think we're just gonna go as a family and do it. Yeah. But by, um, by time you guys come back, you'll all be eligible for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and I mean, I have a bunch of for the most part, my family is all vaccinated and they're getting mm-hmm. vaccinated. And I only had one friend who said that she had really uh, like bad side effects like she she kind of had flu symptoms for two days yeah after Um, the second shot yeah yeah Mm. like she had legitimate chills like kind of she she was like little ami she had chills she had high fever um Mm. it was you know it was bad for those two days but in 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 the long run she's happy she got it you know so it's worth it i feel like that means her immune system was up there kicking ass yeah yeah that's better than being sick yeah, and I agree. something worse from COVID. Yeah, no, I agree totally. Oh, <laughs> did you guys? <laughs> My dog is crazy. This is what happens when you record at home. It's okay. We're gonna get a little <laughs> bit of raw footage here. A little bit of raw footage. That is my Akita Senchi. He's yeah. so loud and protective. Yeah. But... Thanks, babe. Bobby <laughs> just shut the door. <laughs> But tell me about your new house and yeah. everything. So I absolutely love our new home. Um, we're right on the river. And growing up where I'm from, you know, that's that's the end goal. You want to be able to uh, live waterfront and get that beautiful, scenic New York view. So mm-hmm. that has been amazing. Um and just being able to be around uh, old friends and, and family and stuff and actually like getting feedback from people who had watched our episodes and just mm. it was it was nice for me because for the most part, we've gotten positive feedback and, and yeah. I love it. I love all the messages we get. But I also did get some criticism and, you know, that can get you down or just make you yeah. question yourself. But having people who know me and they they kind of you know they they made me feel like they, anybody who is criticizing me doesn't really know me and yeah. you know if if i'm coming off in a certain way it's because this is kind of one sided i'm i'm only telling you guys a uh, a little bit you know i'm not completely coming at you with my <laughs> with all sides of me um but that comes with time i feel like we've done eight episodes and we're gonna keep doing this uh mm-hmm. so you'll get to know me a little bit more and i'll kind of like shed my skin and my my layers yeah and this is a learning process for us both yeah. i mean no one has written a book on how to be vulnerable to yeah. Thousands of people, yeah. you know, so it's not something that really comes natural to anyone. No, so. and I think that the one thing that I got from it, though, too, is like, even if I was the the way that people are interpreting that I am, whether it be superficial or just kind of like based on, uh, you know, basing my whole life around physicality or even mm-hmm. that I'm so, I think what did the one person say that I'm self-absorbed? I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> I even if that was the case like so what like let people live I'm not I, I think that there are there's beauty in every kind of person not everyone is going to be the same way you know what I mean yeah, I and I think that everyone who loves themselves a little bit is a little self-absorbed <laughs> yeah, and I mean, also you know what's crazy charity begins at home yeah mm-hmm. and I got people and this is mostly guys they don't like my voice and I was stunned what? by that. Yeah, a lot of guys were like, everything is good except your voice. And I was like, well, mm. bitch, that's something I can't change. <laughs> I think what? I don't I don't know. Was I supposed to talk like Minnie Mouse or something? And I think I they, they honestly expected that. Disagree. I have. Yeah, I have like a yeah. range of motions depending on, you know, how I'm talking, what I'm talking about. I may sound a little jersey. I may my my voice may deepen a few, you know, yeah. a few notches, but for the most part, I don't know. I like my voice. Listen, I understand. I have like what I would like to call uh, I don't know. I have like a rainbow of no, voices. You, no, you I don't. Alan, voice, you know what Alan says? A broadcast says. voice, a baby voice. Alan says that you sound like there's, 
There's this like sexy R&B radio station in Detroit. Oh, no. Yeah, where he's like, it sounds like the sultry <laughs> intro from I one of those. I not to. I'm so embarrassed. He's like, no, it's okay. Sultry's good. Sultry's yeah. good. Yeah. I try I try to keep it one note, but yeah. both of us have like colorful voices. Yeah. So wouldn't you guys rather hear that than a very monotonous sounding yeah. podcast? And for the most part, I haven't excited. heard Yeah, I haven't heard like other people sound like us, so whatever. These are our no. voices. No, we so, we're not trying to put you to sleep. So. No, and I think that um again, like I said, having my friends and I have like a, a an array of, of friends. I don't I don't have many, but the ones that I yeah. do, they're all so vastly different that Same. that's the one thing that I feel like I've grown to appreciate. When you have friends from different walks of life, they can constantly remind you of different parts of you that are great that not you know not everyone is going to see. Um, and I think that that's so important. And I always try to hammer that into everyone's head that it's it's cool to break apart from what you're used to. And it's cool to have people who have different opinions on life. Like my one girlfriend, she is like a super independent woman, says she I don't I think at some point she will. But she says she's never going to get married, never wants to have kids. Um, I always, got it. I've been there. Yeah. So yeah. she she's totally on that end. And then but she sees my life and she can appreciate it and she can appreciate the work that I do as a mom and as a partner. And she, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have an issue with it. And I think yeah. that that's so important to have people that are very different than you. Um, that can love you and you can understand them better. It, that's that's what makes you understand strangers well when you have people in your life that, you know, they, they're not, they challenge your norm. Yeah, and people that can tap into the different sides of who you are. Yeah. You know, and people yeah. who can help to continue to grow those sides of who you are. Yeah, I agree. So that's important to me too. Speaking mm-hmm. of moving, um. Bobby and I won't be returning to the Bears next year. So. I'm cutting you off right now. <laughs> I don't want to hear so, it. So, I mean, I just have to talk about I this know is our life. Um, circumstances okay. happened where we couldn't agree to being here. So, um, yeah, that's what's happening. And uh, we'll be moving to a new city where Bobby will play next year. And We'll be moving into our home in Colorado in the coming months after Cushy gets all his vaccines. Yes, I'm going to fully vaccinate my baby for all you <laughs> anti-vaxxers out there <laughs> with all the nasty needles. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so I'm just excited for that transition. Um, with anything in life is scary, of course, yeah. uh, because it's new. But we're excited to start a different part of our life um and that includes having a newborn and ingratiating ourselves with the new neighborhood that we'll be in um i mean shoot i'm jealous (laughs) colorado is cool and they got that good good (laughs) yeah we're excited for that and Mm -hmm. um starting a new hospitality group together and as things develop with that um i'll let you guys in on our business and um, invite you guys to openings and stuff as long as you're not all crazy um so things are changing very quickly but yeah. I'm excited and um of course I'm always going to hearken everything back to mindfulness mindfulness and just being in this moment and trying to use those tools is what's keeping me grounded from not going crazy yeah <laughs> Because of uh, all the new things that are happening, so yeah, you have a lot going on, dude. When you a lot. when you called me to tell me that you guys would be leaving, I definitely tried to act cool, but then when we got off the phone, I cried. Yeah, I cried too. <laughs> I, I cried I a lot. It. And yeah. Alan came downstairs and he was like, "Why are you crying?" And I was just like, "I don't know. She's gone." And for me, it was like because. We saw each other a lot, um, but it was more just the comfort of knowing that when I needed you, like there, there have been literal times where I needed Angel to pull up and she, she did like, she mm-hmm. would be like, right, I'll be I there in 10 minutes. That. And that was, um, 
that was life changing for me. So it was mm. it was really important to have a friend here and someone that, you know, I talk about it all the time, the synchronicity, the the stuff that had to happen and to, for the universe to bring mm. us together was insane. You know what I mean? It, like it this. It, and it's it's a beautiful thing um and and it was perfect and that's why i i believe in in everything is happening as it should and we're going to continue mm. making this work but mm. i'm i feel like this is you you'll appreciate this this is time to express gratitude and be appreciative for the time that we did get together because mm. it so many things like had to happen for us to wind up together and being friends mm. and i just you know uh, it's a hate and love relationship with the NFL, mm-hmm. but it is <laughs> freaking NFL. Yeah, but you know what? I'm, if anything, I'm glad because yeah. Allie and I probably wouldn't have ever met unless mm-hmm. I don't know. We wouldn't have met yeah, because we, met. we live in different places, yeah. and um, things came together where we realized we were so similar. Or no, I always um, talk about it where it's like. We were still kind of in the thick of going through our anxiety and, we and I was still going through anxiety and depression. And when we mm-hmm. met, it was kind of like with the crazy eyes, like, will she notice that I'm crazy? <laughs> will she notice? Uh, me but, too. But we, we were both going through that and it, it was it's crazy that we were brought together and it was just like this comfort bubble of like, listen, you're crazy. I'm crazy too. Yeah. And we're going to figure it out. Um Again, it's, it's so important to find people like that. So I'm, I agree. I'm glad that we we had our time together, and this is mm. not over. We're gonna figure it's it out. It's not goodbye. It's no, it's dude. We're this different. is we're we're like we're in preliminary stuff here. Yeah, okay, we've we only are. done eight episodes. This is really no, like no. We have been winging it for the most part. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do in the future is gonna be great, and I think you yeah. guys are gonna like. I have a set at my house that. I'm thinking to use so that we can re- record remotely. And I think you guys are going to like it. Yeah, like so, I mean, let's just tell them we are going to be obviously in different states and different yeah. places. But like I was saying um, at the beginning, uh, the NCC crew, shout out to Jeremy and Max and Yay. everybody um, have fixed it. And Mystery Street recording have yeah. fixed it so wow. that we'll be able to record remo- remotely. Yeah. Um, from wherever we are. So uh, you'll still be able to hear us every week. We'll be doing different content on the YouTube. Mm -hmm. And um, we're just excited for a second season that will include um, us and our families. Yeah, that's something that I've actually been um, debating more uh, just to showcase Ami. And now that I know, you know, like once Kush is born, he's going to be adorable. And I'm sure you're going to want to show him off. And I think that, you know, he sat looking like an alien. Stop it. He's 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 full grown in there, dude. He's taking you to the limit. You're going to basically have to evict him. So he's going to come out chunky. He's going to come out chunky and looking cute. Trust me. Ami looked a little alienish, but she she cutened up. Um, but is that so. let us know if that's something that you want to see like as yeah. as mommies and like do you want us to have a, a little vlog about our mommy life and yeah. for me to show Ami more and Angel to show Kush like is that I, you guys like can send us messages about what you want to see more content of what you think yeah we love to adhere to whatever you guys want so moving forward I think that that would be great so tell me Allie what is the if you had to sum up the one lesson that you learned from our first, I guess, eight, nine episodes, this is episode nine, what would yeah. it be? And then I'll tell you mine. Um, it's hard to give you a synopsis, but uh, I feel like, I, again, it's learning to, um, I, I learned to appreciate the criticism because yeah. it, not that I agreed with it or not even that I let it like sit with me, but I can appreciate and accept that there are people that are never going to like me and that's yeah. fine. And that yeah. is a hundred percent fine. And I, I think that that's the one thing that I've had a hard time dealing with, especially being on social media. It's the constant um, yearning for, uh, you know, approval. And yeah. I think that doing this, especially having it be based on 
my personality for the most part i did this i'm like fuck it like if you if you like my looks are one thing if you want to say whatever you want about my looks but if you are coming at me for who i am or my thoughts um i don't give a shit like i really don't Mm. i i feel like this has given me um the confidence to be a bit more vulnerable and and i don't even think that i opened up as much as i can or as much as i plan to in the future but it's definitely allowed for me to feel like I want to show this side of me. And it's and, and the people who do like you love you when you're being vulnerable. So I think that that um, that has helped me a lot. Yeah. And I'm excited to um, move forward. My laptop just died. <laughs> Oh, that I'm sucks. Like, yeah, dude, what are we going to do? Oh, <laughs> oh no, okay. it didn't. It didn't. I oh, lied. Okay, good. I lied. It's all right. Okay, anyway. But, um, yeah, so besides that, I think um, I'm just, I, this is this is pretty new for me. And I like the change. I like the change up. Um, and I like the, the different audience because my social media has had one kind of audience. So I think that it's it's really cool to be able to I do this. I appreciate that so many women listen and yeah. tune in. Like, I, I feel like we have a tribe and I appreciate yeah. that camaraderie. No, especially that, like I love the like the little wifeys that follow yeah. us and stuff. Yeah. I, and I've, I, love that too. I want, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound corny, but I want more girlfriends like, and, and I want yeah. more girls that feel, uh, you know, akin to me and, and understand me. And that if you, if they like us off of this, then of course we're going to be cool. Of course we're going to have similarities and it's, it kind of opens the door to make new friends. And I've, I've honestly followed a couple girls off of this, the ones that have messaged me and told me they appreciate what we're doing. And it's, it's really nice. I like it. Yeah. What do you think? Let's see. (laughs) A couple things. One of the things I've learned is to, loosen my grip on my need for controlling everything and everything being perfect i come from (laughs) i come from this school of broadcast television where if everything isn't right and perfect you're getting cursed the fuck out yeah um you're feeling bad about yourself and so it kind of trains you in a way to make sure that everything isn't right. And if everything isn't right, you're just scrapping everything. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I have approached like this podcast from mm-hmm. behind the scenes in a lot of ways, um, looking at it as work. And of course it is, Yeah. but I'm also doing it with my friend. So yeah. I think the marriage of, Doing a project with my friend that I'm and I've never done that before. Yeah. And being pregnant has made me has forced me to loosen the reins on being such a control freak. Yeah. Um and in some ways that that's good. Um, but when it comes to this, you you just can't do that. Um what else have I learned? Well, if if I can interject, I think mm-hmm. that. I think how do I put it to you because we came from such different backgrounds right it was it was a very interesting mix and there were certain times where I'm sure it was frustrating for you because I don't come from an understanding of how things are supposed to be really structured and mm. um it's, it's I, I think in the end it, it ended up being perfect though because yeah. I had to learn to be a bit more structured and you kind of had to learn to bend a little bit for me yeah. where I'm I'm more <laughs> like I'm me and this is what I'm yeah. doing and love me <laughs> yeah. and you um you have shown me like the discipline and just that it, it feels good to just learn from you because I know you come from such um uh, you you a resume girl so i i really have enjoyed for worse <laughs> i have enjoyed learning from you but i think oh, that yeah. that's been the real big big thing about it because we're very different we're very similar but we're very we're like different. similar and different yeah. at the same mm-hmm. time yeah it's yeah. like a marriage like yeah. you have to be similar in some ways to get along with your spouse but you're different and it keeps it interesting yeah you know exactly so yeah, I think the only other the other thing that I've learned is to 
step into uncomfortability of opening up about my personal life. Yeah. Um, I've never, ever, ever done that. Yeah. Um, and losing that sense of embarrassment when it comes to admitting that I am not internally perfect. Yeah. Um, and so it's been kind of a catharsis to share the things that I go through where anxiety or concern or still mourning my mom or being pregnant or, you know, new marriage ship. That's yeah. probably not even a word, but yeah. all I mean, that it is now. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been it's been good. And I'm excited um, in season two to continue to share things as life progresses and to continue to learn from this uh, podcast that we have here. Yeah, I think, community. I think that um, that's been really hard for me too, if I could touch on that, just because I'm such a private person. Yeah. And a lot of the negativity came from people trying to bully me about my relationship. If I, if I opened mm -hmm. up about something, I would get negative messages about it where I, I'm not even going to touch on it, but it was, I can't believe there are such ugly people out there that really just try or hope to upset me or trigger me in some form of, you know, when, when I'm really, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be vulnerable and give you guys a side of me that I, I haven't. Um, but well, it's, it's not like, even about you. Of course, you know that. It's more about how they feel about themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. who goes out of their way to make someone feel bad? Yeah, for sure. Um, and, or maybe from things that I've mentioned or stuff, like when, when we give our opinions, not everybody is going to agree. But because of that, when they don't agree, then they attack you personally. And um, that's why I even have have withheld from showing my relationship or talking about my daughter as much. But... Moving forward, I, again, I feel like this has taught me to kind of break past that. And it's like nobody really knows our home life, you know, and people could judge it based off of, whoa, what was that? It was an essential oil just coughing <laughs> off the table. Here I am at home again. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I feel like um, once we break past that feeling of, I don't know, allowing these bullies to come into our lives a little bit. It The love is always going to outweigh the the, hate. the haters. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I can appreciate you saying that. It is hard to open yourself up. And I want, moving forward, I hope that we feel comfortable enough to talk more because that really is what creates good content when people are being forthcoming and just not trying to look like the cookie cutter life you know what I mean yeah and also our audience kind of growing with us but respecting that some things are just private and yeah. not expecting that every jot and tittle is going to appear on Ooh, the no coverage jot pocket. and tittle I sound like my dad jot what is tittle. that one I'm gonna Probably write that down freaking 50s jot and tittle <laughs> what is that supposed to um I think it means like every little detail. <laughs> let me see. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, it oh, means every yeah. small detail. Yeah. Like, hey, jot and tittle. I mm -hmm. like it. But I'm. we're just not going to do that all the time. No. Um, we share where it's appropriate. Yeah. And hopefully those sharings we can all relate to because we are yeah. all going through this life and this human experience together. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of the human experience, let's get into a little bit of gossip before we leave y'all because yeah. it's been a while. Mm -hmm. I let's, agree. What about, what do you think about this guy, Derek Jackson? Oh my God, <laughs> Lord. Everyone's been talking about it. Don't even trigger me, girl. That, <laughs> that was horrible. Honestly, like he is a full-blown narcissist. And it, it really, it triggered me. Um, and I, I feel really bad. Just, I, I go, I went on his wife's page and I can see she is in the depths of what seems to be a depression. And it's just, mm -hmm. as someone who has gone through that, the fact that he is, you know, <laughs> exposing her in this light and using it to try to kind of compensate for his jackass ways 
is yeah. is really sickening, you know. But for me, somebody said something though that had me laughing, where it was like all these women are kind of bamboozled by the fact that he is a fake and he's a cheater. But he was like, if <laughs> if there's a guy who's giving you uh, romantic advice and he never shows his wife or never incorporates his actual marriage, there's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy that no one ever noticed. He never talked about his own wife. He never encouraged her to be a part of it. And um, I think that ties into the whole narcissism for him. It's it's all about him. And he actually used her as a tool. Really did use her as a tool. And for anyone who doesn't know, if you've been under a little gossip rock, Dave Jackson is this self-professed relationship guru among the many on Instagram, but he actually gained some traction from his car confessional videos that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he never mentioned his wife. He never referenced his actual relationship. And so he just seemed like a fraud from the beginning. I'm not like a person who will go on Instagram and then all of a sudden start following someone who says that they are this arbiter of advice just because they say that. But this guy somehow got a following and he's actually, his following has actually grown by 300,000 plus since this, since this incident. Long story short, mm -hmm, they found out that his wife found out a few months ago and it was just revealed to us that he'd been cheating for a very long time. And he came out with this video saying, look, my wife is fine with it. Well, she's not fine with it, but we went through counseling. We're Christians. We've gotten through it. Basically, y'all need to get over it. And the way that she appeared was as if she was being held hostage. It was very strange, very uncomfortable. Um, And I'm... Maybe it was a representation of how she wanted to be portrayed, but to everyone who was watching, it just seemed like a sad form of usury. And my thing is, if you put your wife in the position where she had to find out that you were cheating with multiple women, you take that L. You don't come out and have her say, I'm okay with this, so y'all need to be okay with it. Cause she looks stupid. It, it not even just that girl. It was it was the it was sickening to watch him admit while he's squeezing her hand that he slept around, and going on her page like I said with impunity. I read a few of her posts, um, and there are a lot of people online. I, I mean, I don't think that everyone online has the depth to be able to understand depression without making fun of it or thinking like, oh, this is horrible. How are you reading this? But I read a lot of her posts and one of them where she was like, I wonder if he knows that I think about their naked bodies more than my own. I guess like she had seen naked pictures of Um, a woman in his phone and that shit, I literally, it hit me in my core so much. Like I can't even imagine what that would be like. This is your husband, the father of your child. And Mm -hmm. now you're imagining his, I don't know, side chick. What would you call that? Um, Naked. And you already have insecurity issues. Yeah, And being confronted with that (sighs) over and over and over again, because now that you your husband has asked you to put yourself out there, you have to keep hearing about it from the public. Yeah. And I'm sure your family and your friends and your colleagues it's, and everyone who's in your it's life. It's humiliation. Repetition. What is repetition. that? <laughs> repetition. I like it. It's just a, 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 a repeat yeah. always. Not yeah. being able to forget yeah. this sin that wasn't even your own. And I think that that's what comes to where it's like that added punch to the gut where it's publicized. You know what I mean? Because millions of girls, I'm sure, go through this crap, whether it's on that same kind of level or, you know what I mean? It's something like there are so many women going through something like this. And so many for it to be publicized on that platform. And um, I can't I can't imagine. So that that is really sickening to me. And I feel like a really terrible example for other women of maybe how to deal with the same situation. Yeah, because, again, I'm not I think we talked about this on the relationship episode where it's like I'm not telling you to, like, pack your 
shit and leave. That's not what we're talking about. But also in this situation, I kind of, I kind of want to be the girlfriend to tell her like you need to leave. Like there, I agree. there is nothing because like if he's saying there was multiple women that he's sleeping with, and this is like and even and then the other one came out saying that they had been together. Yeah. And he had recorded several of his relationship videos in, in front, front of, of her, her house. house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she had been pregnant. It's the audacity for me. And the audacity. <laughs> and even audacity. after yeah. he everything came out, he yeah. still is texting her. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he obviously does not care about the situation well i'm sickened that you said that his following grew because i'm sure he's happy about that um but the you, just yeah, even yeah. the video where he speaks in third person is just like i i can't i mean the initial apology video was like Derek jackson cheated <laughs> and Derek jackson slept with other women and i'm like is this a weird way yeah. of divorcing yourself from the responsibility of what happened it really no it, i did it yeah it really upsets me, not just for for women to feel like I never want this to become the norm. And I never want men to because I'm sure there are women that have used this man as an example to their boyfriends, their husbands. And they've been like, look at this guy and look what he's saying about relationships. And this is and then now it's oh, like it man, backfires yeah. where it's yeah, well, he's cheating, too. So, you know, it's just normal. Like, that's just what guys do. Like, no, fuck that. OK, that's yeah, what that's... narcissistic exactly. evil people do. Let's bring it back to getting relationship advice from people who actually like get, maybe go to school for, for yeah, it. Yeah, maybe you go know? to a therapist, someone yeah, who has an actual doctorate for helping exactly. you and giving you not just some dude in his car. And that is the scary part of social media. Even yeah, everyone's this, an expert. Don't even is, listen to us. Trust me. No, stop. <laughs> stop. No, we're different. We're their friends. We're giving we're their friendly friends. advice. Yeah. This and is just lived experience type advice. There this, you go. Yeah. There you go. Because you and, need actual advice get a therapist (laughs) and we're not bullshitting you because this guy is feeding you crap that he's not abiding by himself like everything that we're talking about we've lived or we're currently living it but this is sidebar but i even like when it comes to workouts and stuff this is why it's so important to find someone online that's reputable or have a trainer because i got a little hernia because I tried to do that inclined sit up that has been going viral online. No, I can't. I don't even know why you did that. Girl, just because it looked good and I I had been going hard in the gym and I felt like I could do it. So please, women, if you see stuff online that look crazy and you think you could do it, don't do it until you have someone with you that can help you because um once i told my trainer i did that he's like you're an idiot like you the the trainer i have in jersey he's very blunt and he's like why would you do that cheating on q huh i am cheating on q a little bit (laughs) but it's okay (laughs) it's cool to um it's cool to have the switch up and you know like get uh, a different point of view from from certain things but um yeah i said that all to say that just take everything that you see online with a grain of salt and yeah and and try and maybe not even take it because (laughs) of online i've been watching um a new docuseries about QAnon on HBO. Oh my God, yeah. And the crazy thing is they're kind of delving into Hugh. Hugh. What is going on with me today? Who Q might be? Is it Vice? Is it a Vice documentary? No, but it's in the style of a Vice documentary. You'd really appreciate it. You'd really like it. Um, And basically they're coming down to saying that Q is probably one of the moderators or admins of the site called 8chan that hosts this this forum right where q posts these drops Mm -hmm. um and just to see that it might be like a local juggle type guy from his house (laughs) predicting the future and saying that there's a cabal of hollywood elites and political elites that eat babies and drink baby blood to stay Mm -hmm. young is and then to have all these Followers. They're saying it's 2 million plus followers of this conspiracy theory online um, yeah. to, to get caught up with that. It just shows you 
how much of an echo chamber that we all live in and how if one person says something is true, then someone is going to believe it online. So just watch what you're consuming. Watch who you take advice from. Like, get your vaccine. (laughs) You had to throw that little tidbit in there. Because I just see on the shade room how people are all talking about like, oh, they're trying to control us. There's a Bill Gates, Microsoft chip in the vaccine. Um, As soon as a few years from now, you're going to be seeing those TV ads saying, did you or a loved one take COVID-19 vaccine? This sounds like, like a bad Black Mirror episode. Yeah, Have you seen Black Mirror? Yeah, I love yeah. Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. that's what so, it sounds like. It's ridiculous. I think we should encourage people to just just take a little social media break, an yeah. internet break sometimes. Yeah. Or just in general, like... E- 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 it can be for yourself or even like not to go back to the Derek Jack ass thing, but he, um, when it comes to social media, social media can make you start questioning your own happiness for no reason. Mm -hmm. You know, it can make you question your relationship or your own, you know, how, how you look at yourself, your own self choices. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's really important to just understand that sometimes you got to disconnect and, and a lot of these people, I think, oh, my God, this is a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. I was the number one Saweetie and Quavo fan. I was like, they, oh, and I hate it. I hate even people who say like goals. What? I say, even though he's like a little shrimp. He is a little shrimp. It's cool. It's cool. He's a little were, shrimp they shrimp. They were cute. Yeah. But they were cute. And they, listen, they did a really good job. Like, she held it down because it was, there was never any peep of them having any issues so yeah. i give it to her but that in itself like alan looked at me after that happened he was like but they goals right i'm like yo get out of here man mm. i knew no. that was, i knew that was coming <laughs> but but that is proof that you man everything you're seeing online is bullshit that's why i like when people are so overtly like showing each other off or like bunch of dedications and like you thinking that they're perfect and they're so cute Mm -hmm. when in reality they're miserable and you're probably Mm -hmm. happier in your relationship than they are so you need to kind of just um you you need to just live and be present in your life she handled it really classy she did she did handle it really classy i'm not gonna lie to you though i'm excited about the music that they're both gonna make because me too i'm not like the biggest fan no, I'm not, You're I'm so not cute, either. But I'm not either. They're I'm gonna not make either. Some, some good stuff. Probably. No, but I feel like when they, um, I, I honestly, I was speaking more Migos. <laughs> I was like, Aww, I'm, excited. I'm excited. I love. I'm Team Sweetie though. I'm definitely yeah, Team Sweetie. Um, which is crazy because what I did doing our podcast, it made me look at that interview that she did with uh, whatever the guy's name is, the toxic king of Instagram, whatever the fuck. Oh, Justin, my boy. I can't yeah. stand him. I really he, can't. He's always talking about Pisces. Like, I mean, it's, it's just, just hard like, on for Pisces. It's so annoying. <laughs> you sound just like my other Pisces homegirl. But um, he's just, I don't even know what to say about that. It's just like he's gotten this platform and it's kind of blown up his head. But the interview was so disrespectful on so many different levels it that it got me tight. And like doing this podcast, I understand what it's like. And I understand that they're trying to get views and, and you know, say things that are controversial. But it just as a woman, like they... Mm, that was it was, I feel it was like bad. They seemed very immature. Um, I've never watched they the are. podcast before and I never knew what Justin LeBoy looked like. Like I thought he I imagined something totally different. But no, I mean he looked like any dude from New York. <laughs> That's he looks what he like looked like. A baby. These he's, he's kids, a child. like yeah. I hate to say it like that, because mm-hmm. it's not like I'm all old, but yeah. I feel like they are ill equipped to give advice and ask these questions to people. And have other people listen and yeah. want to be like that. Yeah. So I felt like the questions they asked her were sexist. Yes. Very They were sexist. too personal. Very sexist. And I wish Kush would be on a podcast asking a woman about, can she have a threesome? Yeah, like her sexual yeah, preferences. They were, yeah. they were saying so many different things that I personally, I respect her for not walking off because I deadass would have just 
threw yeah, them shots it. in their face and walked off because mm-hmm. I I can't do it, you know. And I feel what's the word? I feel like they were extorting her. Is that like the correct terminology? They were I mean, like. I- I think we get what you mean. I don't know the word either. Yeah. <laughs> they were doing something bad. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. bad. It just felt like she, the joke was on her. You yeah, know what I mean? And it and, and it's crazy because she's bringing them the, that clout. So yeah. at the end of the day, it was just, you know, and and actually a lot of, I think guys were looking at it like, why would she do that? She made herself look stupid. Like, you know what? Why did she, she make herself look stupid? They, for putting herself, I, I mean, and this is what I've heard from guys and specifically, you know, like people around me, just that they, mm-hmm. and then this is a guy's perspective. Obviously, they're trying to say this because they wouldn't want their girl to go on anything like this and expose themselves like that. But I think that um, they just thought she she set herself up for for those kinds of questions being around these guys. Um, but I think that she came off like she she's hurt. She's hurt and she's getting out of this relationship that she was kindly defending behind closed doors. And it is what it is. So I I feel her. Yeah. And what do they mean? Why is all the onus of responsibility on her? How about these no. questions that they ask her? No, but you know I what's know crazy? I saw like a bunch of girls online. They were saying they didn't. And this and this is why I felt. I felt, you know, I, I understood where she was coming from because a lot of girls were like, oh, she came off like a bitch. She not cute. Like she they were just saying that her oh. personality did not was not portrayed the way that she normally has it on her own social media. And a lot of people didn't like how she came off. But I personally think that she was just, you know, she's coming out of this relationship. She doesn't give a fuck pretty much yeah. like that's the mood that she's in right now where it's like, take it how you want it. And, and that's and plus, it. I didn't like how they like set up the interview. There are all these girls around, I guess, like, I don't know, like filler type girls and drinks and stuff. It just didn't seem, I it mean, didn't give me like a loungy, chill vibe. Like, this is fun. It gave me like, you're just another one of these women and we're yeah. just going to treat you that way. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, I it could didn't tell, seem respectful from the beginning. I could tell from the, I think they did Chris Brown, the first episode or something like that. And just the questions oh, they I were asking him. Watch this mess. You do. I mean, I don't know if you want to, to be real, but um, with the, the Chris Brown, they were like, um, are you single? And he was like, I'm single with a girlfriend. And what? I was like, ugh. I literally, I couldn't, yeah, I had his, to stop watching it. It, it. I just can't. I'm just not going to get into it. But just that alone, once I saw that, I was like, I already know what type of time they on on this show. Why and would what, he say that? Yeah, because, I mean, that's what's cool now. Especially, I mean, just based off of uh, Justin's Instagram and stuff. Like, it's cute to just be this kind of guy in, you know, this generation of, of people but who don't. But it's also like kind of like soft like to me that's that shit comes off as soft like you are always feeling like you have to say something about women disparaging or anybody else disparaging you're always feeling like you need to inject yourself into these conversations around relationships when you're not even in one don't have the authority to talk about one like yeah guys I mean did not used to be like this no and I think that that was one of the reasons why I was attracted to Bobby. Yeah. I think I've said this on this podcast yeah. before, but he had that old school, like boss type vibe where he he was respectful, but you knew he wasn't going to exactly talk about certain things mm-hmm. or make women feel a certain way. Um Kind of like just, that Jay-Z vibe. You the know, the like, point is, look, like using Jay-Z as an example, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. especially Jay-Z and Beyonce went through that cheating scandal. Jay-Z was a gangster. It, Jay-Z was yeah, out here. He yeah. was a player. He was a, mm-hmm. you know, he had women like he, he had women in his life. He's been a playboy. Right. But he didn't feel the need to always constantly exactly. remind people that he that's the person that he was. So he for me, it, it also comes like. I understand that men are not perfect and Mm. they're (laughs) full of testosterone and they're going to, you know, the people are going to get sidetracked and say stupid Mm. shit. And I can even understand that Chris Brown is saying that him and his girl have a setup. But for me, that's where it comes like you're disrespecting her. Like this is I'm I'm assuming he's talking about the chick that he just had a baby with. Yeah. Um, That's where she I mean, if she's cool with it, then whatever she is. But for me, this. 
that's super disrespectful, man. It's just... And, um, and I think that even if you do have that type of arrangement and agreement within your relationship, um, it's okay to keep it private. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just okay save to keep face. It between y'all. Yeah, like, like th- the point is, this is my thing. He said that all for the look of it. Because he, he could have said, I have a girlfriend or yeah. I have a little something. And he could have still kept it single. Like, you still going to act single. You're still going to yeah. go out here and you're still going to get girls, even if you say you out here with a girlfriend. So he basically just said that for for the, the coolness of it, I guess, if that's yeah. a word. Like, he just wanted to, he wanted Justin and the other Justin to be like, oh, shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, all he right. did. For yeah. the shock of it. I remember yeah. I used to interview artists all the time on the red carpet. And some of the questions, of course, would always be like, who are you here with tonight? You know, yeah. are you with somebody? And these are things that people want to know. But yeah. there was always this sense of like ambiguity. Like, am I or, or, or am I or am I not? Like, and that was OK. Yeah. As opposed to saying. I am single with a girlfriend or yeah, yeah I like threesomes. You know, there was this sense of of wondering and yeah. mystery and mm-hmm. in in an effort to respect themselves and respect the situation that they were in. Yeah. And I feel like that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. so so keep it cute. Keep it cute, like we always yeah, say. That's the exactly. I, I always say that now you don't have to do too much. I'm like, but at the end of the day, he wanted to like, that's what mm-hmm. he, he wanted the look of it. He wanted the shock factor. Um, and that's what it comes down to. But it's pretty crazy to see what is, <laughs> what's normal now in this day and yeah, age, right? Things are changing. Um, Have you heard of Kevin Samuel? No. Who's that? There. Oh, man. When you go home, Google mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels. He okay. is this older gentleman. He's, mm-hmm. he's not a gentleman, but he would say that. He gives relationship <laughs> advice and he sells these like Zoom sessions with women. And the, the sessions are him just telling them what's wrong with them. What? And why they're not in a relationship. <laughs> and in this particular clip that I saw. There was this woman um, who identified herself as someone who can't find a relationship. Yeah. Um, and he he says, stop, stop, stop. How, how tall are you? And I think she said like 5'10 or 5'11. He was like, how much do you weigh? And she was like 220 pounds. And then he said, well, you're the size of a linebacker. You're the size. You're the size of several football players. This um, has to be a parody. There's no, no way he's being girl, serious. This is it's real. This is real. And then he says, "You broke the first agreement. Like you want a man, so you have to be this and this and that size." He was like, "I'm six <laughs> four and I'm two ten. Like you're bigger than me. Oh How do you God. think you can get a man?" And it's so actually, it's not the first time that he's been so misogynistic. Yeah. I mean, it's not the first time that he's given advice like this and women continue to patronize him. Yeah. And it's I mean, because of the culture we live in right this now. This is, yeah, that's, that is the same crap as the, the other dude, the other relationship advice giver, if that's Freaking what you want to title him. Yeah, that's what jackass, I'm saying. He, yeah. Derek Jackass. He, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these are people that are basically using these women that they know are already insecure enough to be seeking Mm -hmm. help online and trying to get advice from somebody they don't even know and there he's just that's that's disgusting and the fact that women keep going to them is just really sad and that's how i want to like you just said we're not experts and we're we're not but we're definitely not going to tell you that bullshit because that's it has nothing to do with that you know what i'm saying like there's ways to say like, do you feel it's about exuding confidence because that's what a partner likes? You know what I mean? It's not yeah. about exact measurements. It's not about anything because I'm sure there's a guy out there that wants a beautiful Amazon 5'10", 220 woman. All right. Exactly. It's about how she can exude that self-love that attracts people because that's sexy, you know? So he could have he could have found a way to say that rather than being like, you a linebacker, bitch. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I that mean, is, you, I'm going to send you the clip. Please, he is the worst. Please do. That's, that's, that is almost shocking that someone like this can exist in the cyberspace and people who are just listening and yeah, doing it. Yeah, it's, it's but disgusting. Then again, it's, not, 
No, yeah, it's it it's really disgusting. bad. But I think that it come. I don't know, man. Like women, it's it's all gonna be all over the place. But that's why it's good that um, even th- there's a variety of things out there, and that's why you kind of have to like search and find the right little niche of whether it be podcast or if you are looking for someone to give you advice online. Like you have to find someone. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people have the awareness though to see no, when they're they getting don't. spieled. You know what I mean? No, they don't. And I, I guess I agree, Allie. I think that that if we could wish anything for you, guys and women, women identified, men identified, listening, it would be to gain a sense of presence yeah. for the moment and self-awareness. Yeah. Because those things will keep you from getting tricked, from mm-hmm. getting bad advice, yeah. from <laughs> becoming a freaking pandemic conspiracy theorist. Yeah. From giving bad relationship advice. (laughs) I I agree. And listen, this is coming from someone that I you've ever seen that like Google, like when you're when you get your heart broken so bad that you on Google talking about how do I when it's going to stop hurting. (laughs) (laughs) I have been that person. okay, and I have definitely bought books from people who are men authors, you know, that yeah. give relationship advice to a certain extent. And you, I can appreciate a man's take on it. But I think it's really important for women to hear from women, too, because we're the I ones do. going through the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're yeah. the ones that are experiencing things. And there's no better teacher than life experience. So there's very, yeah, there's, there's not much that a man can tell you that a woman can't. You know what yeah. I mean? I so... I think that that is is pretty important too. My, my laptop died. It did. Did it really die? Then? No, it like literally died. <laughs> oh no! It literally died. Like I will show the camera. It's like it's dead. So okay. <laughs> I well, should. But you know, I that's that's my number one thing. My phone is always dying, and my laptop is always it's dying. It's so annoying. I know. I'll be in the middle of a really good FaceTime with Allie, and then it'll be like. I know and I'm not faking it like I know some people be like you're just hanging up the phone and I'm like no I literally never charge my phone and I don't know why I just like to call me back though (laughs) the next day it'll be a text like I'm sorry babe shut up you know especially (laughs) we're having like a late night session you know that I'm having a few toques so I'll probably fall asleep I'll be there when, well, you know, let me not say that before someone's like, oh, my God, you're about to have a new Oh, life. shut up. Everybody Whatever. knows. Whatever. I had a nice edible the other day, and it was yeah. it was fun. I was really my, giggly. My mommy wine night will be my mommy piano night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, canna, pump and dump, back yeah. to baby. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I yep. Yeah. So, it's been so good catching up. I know I actually like this and I like that we were forced to experience like this because I, I really I, I see I see the potential. Me I, too. I, I, I actually too. thought it was going to be weird, but um, hearing your little voice makes it feel normal. Yeah, I'm in spirit. Me and Kishi. Yeah. I know. Big boy. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I'm, I look all around. I look forward to being able to do this um, more now, now that we got the hang of it. Um, exactly. Yeah, and I don't want and you to. I'm gonna use this time to like hold you accountable so that you never stop being my friend. I will not okay. do that ever, Mike. Okay. You're stuck with me. All right, you better be. I'm you're just saying because, like, I I wanted to make sure, like, just because you know you're moving away and stuff, that's mm-hmm. not gonna be us. And yeah, now you're 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 held to the the dozens of viewers that we have or listeners, but better yet, yeah, thousands. We got yeah, thousands. Yes, no, I but I I want you to know that I really appreciate you and the time we've had together, and That's I love me. you. In this, Chicago, this isn't the last you've seen me. No, no, oh, I know. Oh, I'm just I'm just dang. Can I just have a moment to say I, I love know. you? I know, I don't want to be emotional. I'm pregnant. If okay, I'm sorry, crying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I will okay. not stop. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stop for the rest of the episode. Okay, all right, all right, that's fine. Yeah, but, you know, I am really appreciative of my relationship with Allie because, you know, I had friends here, of course, but nothing like the relationship that I have with her. She's like yeah. my sister. and We have um, the same blood type, dude. <laughs> 
We we're do. like actual I mean, blood. Chances. <laughs> yeah, we're like actual. We could give each other transfusions. Like that's a next yeah. level. Close next level. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the auntie too. Yeah. Pushy, so. I'm gonna be yeah. the fly auntie. I'm gonna. He's gonna oh, love me just because I'm going. I'm gonna ice him out. He's gonna be. <laughs> she's gonna love that. Yeah. Little spoiled baby. Yeah, I know. But we'll be back. We'll um, be back. This is the end of our first season. Mm-hmm. It's been great, a learning experience. We've loved building with you guys and talking and getting to know you through social media. Yeah. So we will be updating our Instagram and our website to let you know when season two is coming. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be different. Yes. But it'll still be the same us. Yeah. And stick with us. I think you guys, are, you, you, you're going to love the, the growth and the stuff that we implement in this next mm-hmm. season. Yes, yeah, you sure will. So, like always, if you have a question, want to hear us talk about a particular topic, or even have some tea to spill, email us at info at nocovercharge.co. That's info at nocovercharge.co. You can include your name or be anonymous, but we want to shout you out. If we use your questions on the podcast, you'll hear your name across the airwaves. Visit us at No Cover Charge on Instagram or Twitter, or our website at nocovercharge.co. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating. We're not so new to this space. <laughs> We're still new, dude. There's We're people out new. here with yeah. literally like 300 That's episodes. That's so true. We're still, so we are babies, new. We're babies, okay? Yeah. So we would love to get your support and have as many ears as possible for season two. Yeah. And again, like I said before, send us anything that you would like to see us talk about or you'd like to see us do, because I would totally want to go. I want to like if you want us to do something weird, like go get foot massages and like film it or like go. I don't know. (laughs) Something. (laughs) I don't know why I want a foot massage right now. I want a foot massage. That's why I said that. But that was a bad example. If you want to see us do something weird or like, you know what I mean? Like we we, yeah. we could do that. Um, we could talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Yeah. So music by Luciano, recording by Mystery Street Recording, editing by Jeremy Cosley and video by Max Williams. I love you guys. That was, you were great this season. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, until next time, ladies and gents. Keep it cute. And, and we'll, we'll always keep, keep it real with you. With you.